You're listening to The World According to George. This uninspired, puffy Midwestern man is looking for something more as he moves through life in his 30s. Welcome to The World According to George. I'm your host, George Thomas, and this episode of WAG is being broadcast from downtown Chicago and downtown Indianapolis. We have uh, my long-lost adjacent, not in my circle, but kind of acquaintance, Eric Weiss. Um, you know, the reason Eric is on is for two reasons. Here we go. He's available. I have no pull because uh, no one knows okay. who I am. And number two, he's not like in my life that much. He's not too close. He's just far enough, just close enough to where it it's kind of fun to do it with him. And he's very low maintenance. He's not a dramatic guy. He's not worried about being on, um, you know, a podcast and he's just not, and that's a big compliment because a lot of people out here that I've asked, you know, are very sensitive. And even if they come on once they're nervous the second time. And Eric is just your, um, very reliable, uh, doesn't think he's flexing in the camera right now for just me, I guess. Uh, so he, he he's a it's an easy you're just easy going Eric you've got no drama he's flexing his pecs and uh, you know it, it, it's not a bad guy to have on just just he's like you know he's like part of the furniture he's there when I need him <laughs> if I don't need him he'll just stay quiet okay so Eric thank you gosh my dad can you hear those those uh, pings from my computer no. I was just getting a phone call too. I didn't know if it would interrupt anything, but I just I sent it to voicemail. Thank you, Eric. I didn't hear anything. He, my dad's texting me, and it. So one thing about having this new Mac is, I get all these texts on my computer, which I like, but sometimes it's disruptive. I don't want to look at texts on my computer. You know, it's like I just want to unplug. But Apple makes you, you know, plugged into everything. Okay. Well, I want to. Uh, just catch up a little bit. Uh, it's been a bit since our uh, last episode, uh, just getting back on the wag horse. Uh, Eric, anything uh, new with you lately? Uh, I know you told me you had a, a new purchase. What was that in the new year? Yep. I had to get a new uh, vehicle. I had to get rid of my truck because it was going out and I had to, well, I didn't have to, but I did get rid of my truck and I bought a new truck, a new used truck anyways. It looks nice. I think you sent me a photo. And mm -hmm. uh, it. what year is it? It's a 2021. Um, just a Honda oh, Ridgeline. You're in the 2020s. You had a Honda Ridgeline before. Yeah, I had an 07. It was old. But oh, my God. My, my, I got it from my dad, and we were the only owners of it. So it lasted 17 years. So, yeah. Very well, reliable. I like how your car looks. I'm very much a factory guy. I, I like things that are from the factory. But you, did you want to say you wanted to do something to it or do some accessorizing? What were you doing? Yeah. I mean, the trim that I got is the highest trim that you can get. It's called the black edition. So it has like all the black accents and everything like that. Um, so it's, it's pretty nice. It's got the nice leather. I'm sure you would like the inside of it. Not like yours though, but it's got like heated seats, heated steering wheel, so it's pretty nice. It's definitely an upgrade, but I think that I wanna, I wanna tint some of the windows more, and then 
I kind of want to put like a small lift on it. Not anything outrageous, just a little bit higher off the ground for more clearance. Heated steering wheel? Mm-hmm. Wow. Can't believe that uh, you went from 2007 to a heated steering wheel. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really need it. I, I could care less, but it's a nice feature to have. Yeah. It already has the black accents, you're saying. You're going to add those? Yeah, it already does. It already has a lot of them. I just want to add like a couple more. What are you trying to add to it? Um, I want to get the front windshield tinted just because I feel like it, there's too much light that comes in. And then I also want to do um, some headlight and tail light tints to it. No, and I don't want you to do that. That's what I had on my other truck. It looked nice. Headlight and tail light. Why do you want to tint the? I don't, I don't, I don't know, like that. It's just what? the aesthetic look of it. I don't know about that. I don't know. I'll about also that. send you a picture of one that looks like. No, it. stick to factory, douche. Don't <laughs> do things that the factory wouldn't do. Oh, you're okay, a factory well, man. There we go. I gotta help you. Now you got a new car. Gosh, damn it, Eric. Oh. All right, we'll see. Okay, we'll keep you posted. Um. I feel really fat and unhealthy in the new year. I've been drinking too much. I haven't really gained weight, but I feel like my face doesn't look great. Um, I just feel jiggly, more jiggly. And I like got stung by bees. I just don't, I don't feel, you know, nice and spelt uh, at all. Um, I don't look the way I think I do in my mind. And that's never good because... You know, I, I, you you want to think you're good looking, but I I don't I don't know. I see the mirror sometimes, like oh dear. Um, I probably should stop eating whatever I want to and cut back on the drinking. The drinking would be an easier thing for me to do for the person I am. You know, just it's easier for me to cut back drinking than cut back eating because I'm so freaking miserable. Eating is like a fun thing, and if I get rid of eating, you know. Like I've said on here before, what else is there? Um, or I could just get on a uh, terzepatide like Oprah and Kelly Clarkson. Uh, they both look amazing now. Uh, weight loss, I think it just makes everyone look hotter. Uh, they um, Kelly Clarkson looked so bad and dumpy for years. She's cute as a button now. I didn't know she could look that good. Um, I was going to ask you what that was. I, I didn't even. I've never even heard of that. That is the. I think the generic name or maybe it's the molecule for the key ingredients in like your Manjaro and Zepbound. It's the Ozempic, you know, where people are taking that drug and losing all their body fat. You've you heard of that? I haven't. No. You, what the hell? You haven't heard of this? If I have, then I just haven't paid attention to the I name. have the wrong people on this show. No, you're like B. She has, no, no one knows that anything's going on. Yeah, it's a... That's it's not, a it's a huge story, and you're into fitness. You would never take this because you would never need to. But it it's for a lot of time. It was made for di diabetes to make people with diabetes healthier. But now the FDA has approved it for weight loss. So it it and on it made Eli Lilly, that's based in your town, like the yeah. most valuable pharmaceutical company in the world, like of all time. There, this drug did just did. Okay. Google, yeah, Google it after up. the show. It's it's called, they have a, a Zepbound, and I think they were the ones 
the other brand name is Manjaro for them. So it's a major thing. You really need to Google it. I think you'd be interested in reading about it. Um, now, Kelly claims uh, that she looks good because of diet and exercise. But I call bullshit. She was, she's on a TV show now. She's been on TV show. She's never looked that good. Uh, and as we age, we only get worse looking. We get heavier. I just, no fucking way. I mean, you know, there's there's just certain things that are true in life. And what's true is she, she's on a trisepatide. Um, Now, I would get on it. I just don't know the long-term effects. And then it also zaps <clears throat> all your interest in food. I, I've heard... You can get headaches maybe sometimes, or especially you might feel nauseous, but you don't desire to eat. You don't desire to eat your portion on your plate. It removes all that. Um, but then I feel like it makes some people look gaunt. And if you're older, that's not a great look. I was going to say, is it, if it does that, then, I mean, you got to eat something. You can't well, just not eat. <laughs> no, I feel like, no, I feel like it's exactly what you can't. You don't have to eat. No, really. Doesn't matter, my young, young, young friend. Um, yeah, so you know, it's it's just one of those things, Eric. You got to get on the bandwagon. What's your body fat percentage? Uh, I think like eighteen. Whoa, badass. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So I I pulled a blurb of the article, Eric. You can listen to this. Uh, thanks to approval from the FDA in November, Eli Lilly can now sell its diabetes drug Manjaro as a weight loss drug under the name Zepbound. With the approval, Lilly passed uh, Johnson & Johnson as the most valuable drug maker in the world with a market cap of over $610 billion. Eli Lilly has become the ninth most valuable company on the S&P 500, mirroring the success of the weight loss drug Ozempic. Lilly is expected to sell upwards of $50 billion annually of Zepbound. Think about that right now. 50 billion. Okay. That's a huge winner. And if I were in the market and I am in the market, some may say it's time to buy some Eli Lilly stock. Yeah. Um, I was in, I, I wonder if it's the same drug or I guess medication, whatever that lifetime fitness is going to be working with. Cause if it is, and I know then I've like read articles about that. Have you heard about that? Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't heard about Lifetime Fitness, but I mean, yes, okay. it could be. It's, it's just a big deal. I, I would, I think um, it would behoove you to look into this. And then yeah, you, can also, you can also look up what behoove means. Um, <laughs> okay, Eric, thank you. My punching back. Uh, Florida. So I was in Florida uh, a lot. December... January, and for the second time uh, and first time ever during the month of uh, December and really during the uh, the holiday, I stayed in hotels. So I did not stay with my parents. I stayed at two different hotels for like 10 days until the very end when almost everyone had left for the holidays, you know, early January, uh, I was not with a significant other. Um, and, uh, I still had a good time. And so that tells me that my inability to be alone at home does not translate when I travel, if I'm traveling. And of course my whole family was in the city of Naples and I was seeing them, 
every day, you know, probably for the most part. Um, I just don't feel alone. I don't feel so depressed. Um, sometimes I think privacy is nice and it was nice in this case. Uh, my mom's place is under construction and then her, her temporary place had both my sisters and their SOs were there for the first time. Uh, you might argue that they should have gotten hotels, Eric, because they were with their SOs and I was SO-less, especially B, that given her boyfriend lives in Senegal and they never see each other ever, um, but they're both cheap uh, and they don't need to be buttled the way I do. Uh, they uh, are classless slobs. Mr. All right. over there. Who? Huh? What? Now you fold that sweat towel, Eric. Um the two hotels I stayed at were the Ritz in Naples, uh, which is uh, all brand new after a major renovation, uh, like an eight-month renovation um, that they were planning, and it was post-hurricane. And the AC Marriott in downtown Naples that was a ground-up new build, literally opened a week before I got there. I switched mid-trip to save some cash, given the Ritz rates were very high and increasing between Christmas and New Year's. They added a new tower at the Ritz and and added on uh, to the I guess the the main uh, yeah the main tower that they have. I thought it was done very well. It was almost an exact match to the original, at least on the exterior and actually in the interior. That uh, it was you could tell, but it, it was still fairly well matched. I love all the lighting they picked out. I love the new water feature uh, near Valet. They picked gray pavers. I love the color gray, and gray is a great color right now. Um, having said that, though, I think the Four Seasons of Naples, once it opens, is going to blow them away when it comes to luxury. I think if if this Four Seasons in Naples is going to be anything like the others I've seen, and especially the ones in Surfside Miami and Fort Lauderdale, the Ritz will be shown up um, for your ultra high-end luxury guest. But it may also be okay with for the Ritz because the prices of the Four Seasons are going to be so astronomical I assume it will turn some rich people off. They'll just go to the Ritz instead, and they'll still be very happy. So I, I don't, I don't like how you have to, you know, at the Ritz, like I guess it was a negative. You have to have a spa treatment booked to be able to use the spa there, and it's annoying that only hotel guests can get certain treatments at the spa. That that must be that's because they get so busy. But if you're a hotel guest, um but you don't have an appointment, you still can't use the steam room. And I love the spritz, Eric. I'm a steamy guy. Oh. What? I'll say even outside people can't book. You have to be a guest. You can book certain things, uh, but I think if you can't book a massage unless you're a guest of the hotel. You can do certain like salon stuff, like haircuts or maybe a wax, but I think to do anything more like a massage or facial, you have to actually be a guest of the, of the hotel, which I don't find that at other places so much because much just because they're the only five-star hotel uh, in that area until the four seasons comes, but I don't go to the sauna. So I just care about the steam and I go in there buck naked. No, um, oh gosh, well, I'm a, people. Mm-hmm. When I was at the warm buns, Eric, just think of warm buns. When I was at the Ritz in Manhattan, they let you use the steam room without an appointment and without having to pay. So they're much more giving uh, there. Um, 
Uh, anyway, Florida was good, uh, but we probably had some of the worst weather I've seen. Um, usually the rain blows through quickly in the afternoons, uh, and these rains just sat over the city. It wasn't as tropical. You know, so I, I think, again, did it get warm every day, midday, and mostly sunny? Yes. You know, so it, it's still a... Everyone is more relaxed and happier in Florida, and I'm I'm glad this is this is what we do now, and it's something I said for years. And pretty much, people are are doing a lot more things that I always said we should be doing, lifestyle wise, uh, to make everyone happy in the family. So I'm happy about that. I was gonna say how I was gonna say how was the weather there? It was it's better over Thanksgiving. It's better over Easter. It's not. It wasn't as good over Christmas and New Year's. Uh, it was a tougher winter, and for for all of Florida, I think this this year. Yeah. Do they have like the? I don't know if this is like a seasonal thing, but I know it's a. I think I can't remember like the red tide stuff. I think you and I have talked about that before. Yeah, they do. I, I don't know exactly when that happens. It wasn't going on when I was there, um, but it just wasn't warm enough. Like if it's just not warm enough to always get in the ocean, you know, you want it to be 75, 80, 85, uh, to get in that water. And it just wasn't. So luckily I was able to go to the Caymans only a few days after I got back from Naples and the Caymans was very hot and tropical. So I got my taste anyway, but Florida was, was, yeah, it was a tougher, I was looking at the weather too. Miami was the same way. Oh, off topic a little bit, but Tide Cleaners, that's who I use when I'm in Florida, is amazing, and it should replace every mom-and-pop shithole that overcharges you across the nation because they're they're that good. They have They even have technology, Eric, that will spit out your clothes from a machine after hours, no people involved. You can access oh, really? your clothes through a machine because that's how good tight is um and it's it's like going from horse and buggy to having a car it's night and day uh, i also noticed that in naples there's some um neat new infrastructure on vanderbilt beach that's near the ritz they put all new brick sidewalks in uh a new signal and they also put in new street lighting like the ones that you that look like they're on the highway but the light at night is a dark orange it's very eerie but it's very intentional um, because it's near the beach. They don't want to disturb the wildlife. They don't want to disturb the turtles uh, mostly. And I thought that was really, really cool. Um, you know, Florida might maybe whatever you think politically, but um, you know, the bottom line is that they take their environment very seriously and especially anything in and around the beach. Um, they do care about the environment and, uh, the Florida coastline is uh, pretty magnificent. Uh, I think because of a lot of things um, the Florida government and the federal government have done. So it's a very good situation down there. I think for that. So they don't. So at the hotel, they don't have a place for you to wash your clothes if you want to. You have to use Tide Cleaners or the company. No, the so if you do your laundry at the hotel, it it's going to be more expensive. Oh, okay. And it's a whole, it's kind of a thing sometimes. And I've given things to hotels before and they've, they've ruined something before. So I, because I have a car, because my parents are down there, because I was putting stuff at my parents, I just went to Tide Cleaners. But that's a good question. Yeah. The Ritz could, could have done my laundry. I didn't have them do it this time. 
or I didn't have to do it. And yeah, I don't, I don't stay there usually. Um, I've never stayed. I don't think at the Ritz in Naples until now. Um, I do want to talk about, and Eric, you're still, yeah, you're still with that girl and stuff. Who? Your girlfriend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You cut out. I couldn't hear you. Thanks for missing lunch today. I did. That was your fault. That was not my fault. You seemed busy. I didn't want to disturb. I was, I was in a... disturb you, and I didn't know if you were. Go- I want to go to the. I wanted to go to the new Patachu in the Stutz Building in downtown Indy, and that that was just maybe a five minute drive for you. But I thought that was too much. You'd want to go to the Patachu in the Simon Building, which is probably a walk for you. So I was. Worried, yeah, but I didn't end up going me. to Patachu at all. So. Yeah, it would have been nice to go. I was in a meeting for a. Um, inspection that I had. Oh, you work for the state government or the I federal do. state? Indi- Indiana's on state plan. What do you mean they're on state plan? They're, so the states are all on their individual pool. Yeah, they're for the most part they're all on their individual plans. Some are federal plans and some are states state plans. So they follow like the state rules, but they also are overlooked by federal the federal and then if you're obviously a federal state you follow the federal state for the federal federal um, what plans oh the federal plan so some states opt into the federal and some do them do it themselves yeah but even though we indiana does it themselves we still have we still get like audited by the state and like looked over by the or i'm sorry audited by the federal by the federal federal. oh boy yeah okay that wasn't confusing all right very good Eric. eric's not single he's still working out what else about Eric? His face looks healthy. Um, he I'm looks actually going to bulky. What? I don't know. I'm going to Florida in March. Where are you going, kid? I'm going to uh, West Palm Beach. What are you in fucking spring break? You're fucking 34 <laughs> years old. Why are you going there? I'm not 34. You're a dick. What? You're I'm close. 34. 32. Um, 27. You're 33 now, aren't you? Yeah. Oh boy. Eli's going with. Me. I'm going to kill myself. I, I swear to God, I, I cannot get older. I'm. Well, oh, I can't do it. Eli's going with you. Yeah. Why is he we're going? going we're, we're going with a group of people. My <laughs> girlfriend's friends and and some <laughs> other guys. Aren't your girl? Isn't your girlfriend like 23? Yeah. So she, you're going like on a spring break. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you staying? Not we the fucking Reds. We, got- we know that. We we got a big Airbnb. Of course, of course, Airbnb is so, the nightmare of of accommodations. Very good, yeah, Eric. Well, nice. I want to. F- uh, what? It's nice. It's a pretty is nice it, one. Does Eli have a girlfriend yeah. yet? Uh, we'll find out in Florida. He does or doesn't? No, he doesn't. Damn it! Yeah, he doesn't. Nope. You gotta. Does he hook up with girls? Uh, <laughs> you don't know. Well, I hope he. he I hope he finds. Maybe he doesn't want it. I don't know. I assume everyone wants to be with someone all the time, just like me. So I would think we're all just lonely and broken. But Eli could be not lonely and not broken. So I admire him either way. A pledge brother of ours. In your pledge class. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yep. And mine. Okay. Very good. Okay. I want to talk about some major developments that are happening in and around Chicagoland. The Windy City. The inbound Kennedy, which is I-90, is mostly open, 
major construction has concluded now. Although I'm still noticing landscape work, some tech work, some fiber work. They seem to have a lot of bridge painting left to do in Hubbard's Cave right over here by my place. Um, they did like half, and it's funny to see how strict they are about the work between the three construction seasons. Because if you remember, they're doing the inbound Kennedy this first time. They're doing express lanes next year, and they're doing outbound lanes um, in the over in 2025. And like none of the work bled over to the express lanes. It's, it's so that the the states in Illinois is being very. It's funny because it's all the same people doing all in the same project. But um, yeah, so uh, they have adhered to that. Uh, you can tell if you look at the light posts, if you care at all, on the inbound Kennedy. And I'm sure I'm the only one that cares about highways and notice this. But all the lights have been replaced with the new bluey clear bulbs um they are not the orange bulbs anymore so if you're going to o'hare and you're not from chicago and it's nighttime take a look and you'll see the difference and you'll know what i'm talking about the new road i will say is perfectly smooth my heavy hybrid glides over it it's like glass i almost don't notice a bump when i'm crossing bridges um they've also recently started repainting all our red theme bridges uh, from when they were built, when they built them years ago over here, which is, uh, I see, keep saying over here, I'm just talking about uh, east of me, uh, looking into the loop. Um, and uh, again, I'm at, I'm right at Peoria and Lake. Um, so specifically, they're repainting Lake Street Bridge, Washington Street Bridge, Randolph Street Bridge, and Madison Street Bridge. They're like Chicago theme. They were, they were done well at the time. Um, and uh, there used to be more red theme bridges before they gutted the entire Jane Byrne, inter Jane Byrne um, interchange. Um, then they that, that completed in late 2022. But um, in all the bridge replacement work they did, the new ones are just concrete, no personality at, at all. Uh, you'd think 800 million on the Jane Byrne project would have injected some personality or at least some nice Chicago history. Uh, I think it's kind of disgraceful that there's nothing. Um, and it's just a whole, just been washed over with gray and white concrete. Um, they could at least put some images on the, on the pylons or, or paint them. I would say, why not? Why can't we paint them? They've landscaped it now. Uh, I still don't get not painting the entire thing. Um, and what, what that would mean for the, the, you know, the prolific tagging that goes on, every weekend um seeing those old bridges repainted red though it, i will say it does put a smile on my face i think it further proves my point that chicago's infrastructure is not crumbling at all they have invested um in our infrastructure here and it shows i was driving also down south lakeshore drive the other day and they have like they have three enormous brand new uh, six months old, new pedestrian bridges, and they're all impressive. The one on 35th Street, 41st Street, and 43rd Street. Uh, if you keep going south near Jackson Park, you'll see the new, uh, I'll see the new Obama Library that's starting to take shape. Um, the Presidential Library, it's going to be really impressive. Everything around there, uh, public space-wise, you can tell is all being replaced. It's having a huge infrastructure effect around that area. Uh, I think as good a shape as Chicago infrastructure 
is there's still two glaring examples of it being really horrible and behind uh, that I can't shy away from. And that is I-290 between Jane Byrne and Manaheim Road. It sucks. It looks so old. Uh, it's antiquated. Uh, and it not only sucks, but it's got to be one of the most lawless highways in the United States. People do whatever the, the hell they want on that road. You know, and it, it really is a disgrace. It reminds me of a third world country. It, you know, I'd send every available state trooper, Eric, in that district to sit on that stretch of highway every day. They would write ticket after ticket after ticket for reckless driving. Um, is it that bad? It's so bad. And it, How it, are they? it you, you take your life in your hands. Um, and it, it's, you know, if you don't control people's behavior, people are like children. If you just let them do whatever they want, they're going to just keep pushing and pushing that envelope. Push, push, push. It's the exact same thing, you know, with adults that, that don't have any respect and that that don't care about people's lives when they're driving, and they they've just let it become. Everyone knows it, so everyone's going. They're flying down that road, and there's no accountability. There's and no one gets any punishment, and you can't appease. Uh, people who act that way, drive that way, and commit crimes that way. You can only fight fire with fire, and that's what should happen. And no one wants to live in a world that's lawless and that, that you know, where you can't... I wouldn't have... A, if I had a daughter, I wouldn't let her drive on that highway to get home. If we lived in, you know, Hinsdale or, or out west somewhere, it, it, it's just it's ridiculous. And then uh, O'Hare. I don't, no, I do want to see what... I, I'm sure in, I dot. Plans to do something with 290, but I don't know what it is. Um, and it's, I, I guess it's years away. Um, O'Hare, I'm noticing during my travels, is rapidly becoming one of the worst U.S. airports I fly into. It's becoming very behind. If you travel at all, you're going to notice airports either seem new or are being completely rebuilt. I, I, so I don't get it. The only airport that I can compare ORD to in terms of um, being antiquated is Miami Airport. Um, you know, some airports make you feel special. They make you feel warm, and these don't. I think as O'Hare has dropped to the fourth busiest airport in the U.S. because they're not keeping up enough. The only major construction that I'm noticing right now that's that's happening is a new parking garage being built at Terminal 5. Um, and I think that's the current international, and I think maybe Delta moved over there. But I know the airport has gone through extensive runway work their runways are up to date but that's not customer facing and customer facing at airports is far more important um or you just got to do both in tandem so uh you know there's yeah i don't know do you travel do you fly out of o'hare well i was gonna ask you are they busier i when i fly if, if i fly to, out of chicago it's always midway oh okay. um, i can't They're remember, I can't remember last time i've been to o'hare i think okay I was, yeah i was gonna ask you are they busier than midway well i Midway's much smaller. You know, Midway has really one airline that's Southwest. Yeah. O'Hare is enormous. You know, it, it's, it's, and they're flying so many international flights. And American has a huge hub here. Uh, Delta has a huge hub, not Delta, United has a huge hub here. And um, they're just, they're hard to compare. Um, but I know Midway's, Midway's done a better job at keeping up than O'Hare when it comes to customer experience, I think. And it's a much smaller footprint. But um, that's no excuse. Go to New York. Go to LaGuardia. See what they did there. Go to JFK right now and tell me what's going on there. Um, you know, go to Nashville right now. Go to SFO. 
they're going to rebuild Dallas uh, soon if they haven't started already. Um, I was going yeah, to say, I like Dallas's airport. Yeah, and they're going to do more to it. And um, it's just that you can tell that Pittsburgh is getting a new airport. You know, that's a much smaller market than us. And uh, there's some big, there's a huge article here that we don't have time to go over, but there, there's some big thing where American and United want to welch on their deal to improve O'Hare with the city. They made a deal when Rahm Emanuel was mayor and they're trying to get out of the contract they signed because they think costs are going to overrun and you know the airport they want to build is very architecturally pleasing, but it, that doesn't mean it, it makes the most sense financially or from utility perspective. So uh, it's a huge thing. Um, there's a good article in the Sun Times uh, if you want to read about it, and um, you know it, it. It'd be cool to get it done because it would be the first global terminal in the U.S. where you wouldn't have to change to a different terminal if you were flying international. Um, but O'Hare's just—it's just fucking too small. The the op the offerings are bad. I mean, it, it's just it's, it's really need, they need to step up their game, and. Uh, you know, soon I'm going to be saying it's the worst airport I fly into. It's just about there. Okay, moving on from infrastructure and heading to retail in Chicago, Eric, new retailers. Um, Allo or ALO, I think it's Allo, has opened a store. You've heard of that store, Eric, right? Yeah, I like them. They're, they were big in Austin. What is that? Yoga stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like they've Lula, op- and you kind of. Okay. They've opened a new, I think, flagship store at Michigan Avenue and Superior Street next to Neiman Marcus. Really nice fill-in to space that's been vacant. Um, and we all you know, usually we see people leave Michigan Avenue, but it took part of the old Disney store space. Um, so that's good for the city. The old Apple store space at Michigan Avenue in Huron, also on Mag Mile, is currently being gutted after sitting vacant for seven years uh, when Apple moved uh, to the river in 2017. This is going to be the new H&M store. Their store is currently uh, half the size and it's across from Water Tower Place. So they're moving a little bit south. They're cutting their footprint um, down. Uh, so it's like it's still a net loss, uh, but it's still good to see movement there. The H&M, I know the landlord where they are, they're like the last tenant in there. That's just a bad landlord. Everyone left in that area. Uh, Verizon has um, water towers struggling. Uh, Uniqlo left, and we should get another Uniqlo after they left, but we haven't. They're still just in the loop. Um, Anyway, another Blue Bottle Coffee is opened at uh, Tribune Tower, along with uh, Rowan, which is a jewelry store. Uh, They're both technically on Michigan Avenue. Cartier has moved off the avenue uh, to the intersection of Oak and Rush, I'm really excited about this. Um, It is now open. Still some remaining work to do, but it's open. Uh, I think it was a brilliant move by them. They've gone into the old Barney's space, which was an old department store that that, uh, went under. It was completely vacant, and now it has a Cartier, uh, I'm sure their dream tenant, that's three to four times the size of their old store. Uh, I really love how it looks. Um, And it's right across the street from the new, the brand new Hermes, which has also recently expanded their footprint um, and gutted their store. So really cool area right around there. Oak Street has not suffered, uh, seems to never suffer. And if anything, it's it's getting even more chocked full of of high-end stores. Um, The Michigan Avenue still, I think, is like 29% vacant. So, but it's seeing 
some revitalization. And there's all remember that Eritzia is also currently under construction in the old Gap flagship uh, on Michigan Avenue. So there's there's some stuff happening. That I, I haven't seen much moving on, but hopefully that opens this year. Have you ever been inside of an Eritzia? I did. I for the first time I bought two things there this last Christmas. Um, uh, one for uh, I got by, I bought a super puff for my aunt and one for my boss. That store's an that's an expensive store. You and speaking of that, Eric, why do you know about that? Your girlfriend likes it. No, well, they had it in Austin. Oh well, guess what, so Eric? I, I went in. You have yeah. a brand new Aritzia at the Fashion Mall at Keystone at Crossing. Keystone? It replaced Keystone. Go ahead. It's it replaced the old RH. You got to go to that's the best mall in Indiana. I've only been there once since I've been here. Yeah, you should go check it out. I mean, it's not. I mean, we have better malls here, but that that's yeah for that area. Fashion malls, pretty darn good. At North Bay, I, I, I've no. I noticed moving in there. I went over there over the holidays. There's a Doc B's there. That's a very Chicago restaurant. So you you there's the fashion mall stays pretty up to date i've noticed but i'm yeah, sure I like, they I like the fashion mall okay very good let me know next time you go um yeah oak street that whole area um cool place to window shop there's also remember the new bellevue that's open that replaced tavern on rush and they're um currently well into construction at carmines which was a ground, ground up new build next to the bellevue and that will open this year so there's some good stuff going on. Uh, in my neck of the woods, Fulton Market, we have a new Voodoo Donut. Uh, first one in the city. It might be the first one in the Midwest. Um, they've also started foundation work, and they put a new L crane up, Eric, across from my building. Um, and that crane went up at 919 Fulton Street. And it's a big development going in. Uh, into that corner. It will include a new Gibson's uh, restaurant, which is one of my all-time favorites. It's their 13th concept in the area. And it sounds like it's going to be similar to Gibson's Steak, which is on Rush. Why um, buy the value, Bellevue and everything else I just was talking about. But that is yet to be seen. The building there, 400,000 square feet. And it's going to be 11 floors. Um, I love living next to construction. It's so much fun to watch and this is the best place for it in the city these days so um i will continue to keep you posted on uh, all this stuff there's other stuff going on in the city but i didn't have time to cover it here but but overall the, the city to me seems to be doing relatively well uh, economically unlike eric's bank account oh. eric what is your interest rate on that car um, I think it's seven. Eric, seven? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, kind of expensive, Eric. What's the monthly payment? Um, six, six hundred bucks. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pay more than that, obviously. That's not bad. No. Let's see, though. I don't know. Seven's still relatively high. <laughs> Yeah, but it is what it is. What are you going to have for dinner that's tonight fine. post-workout? Yeah, you needed a car. Yeah. going to blow up. Yeah, you got to get some yeah, protein. I was, I was, I was going to be Fred Flitzen out on the road. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you could do it. You've got the build for it. Um, I don't know. I was thinking maybe, what time is it right now? I don't even know what time it is. 
It is 7.50 your time. Have you ever had City Barbecue down here? No. It's pretty good. City Barbecue in Indy? Yeah. I was thinking maybe that. No, dude. (laughs) It's pretty good. I like it. We'll see. If not, I I, I have food made already. I'm so tired from that drive. I need a helicopter. I hate I-65. Oh, my God. Do I hate it. So that is is that the road that has all the potholes, or do they fix them? No, it's just not a... Yeah, it's kind of bumpy. It's not that... Yeah, it's the highway. The main highway from Chicago to here. Okay. But it's in Indiana, so... Oh, pardon me. It's... um. I think it... Yeah. I had to, I had to go down to a, the Whiting, Indiana. I think that's what it was. Hammond, Indiana, to BP, like a week and a half ago. And to where? BP? Yeah. What's that? The company? Yeah, the company. Petroleum company. Oh. Gas company. Yeah. And that road was awful. Where are they located? I think it's Whiting. Whiting, Indiana? It's like, it's like, it's like 10 minutes outside of you guys. Oh, it's in... It's near here. Yeah. How do you spell Whiting? Oh, never mind. I got it. It's literally whiting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to go all the way up there? Oh my god. Yeah, you were on sixty-five. Yeah. Yeah, that road's awful. Or it was awful. There were there yeah. were like cars pulled over on the side of the road with like flat tires and everything. Was it in Chicagoland or like that? You're driving Indiana. Do you remember? I was still driving in Indiana, I believe. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be sixty-five. I mean, I. I don't know what it is. It's angled weird, or it feels like you're always going uphill. I much prefer going from like South Bend to Indy on US 31. It's boring, but it's nice and flat and level. Yeah. And it's a lot of it's new. And they've never done a good job with I 65 in Indiana. They've, it's never, I don't know, it must be the ugly girl. Now, I 69 from Indy to B Town's amazing. And that shaved off. I felt like it was like 15 minutes. I mean, it was, it was so fast. I mean, that's, they're doing, that's almost done, just about done. But the thing is they build all these new highways and you still got to maintain them for the next hundred years. You know, it's, it's a lot just to maintain. And it doesn't hold up well when all this, they have all this change in weather. No, I mean, it'd be, it'd be different if it was just like the, like, California or Texas where it doesn't get freezing cold, you know? What even? Yeah, that's right, Eric. <laughs> okay. Well, wow. I'm ready for, ready for bed. Okay. Restaurants this week. I'll just hit a couple, uh, from Naples. I discovered hogfish Harry's thanks to a friend. Um, shout out Sarah. I went to Larry's lunchbox, uh, Brooks burgers, uh, a lot of alliteration here. I went to Bricktops like three or four times because it's someone in the family's favorite. Um, never go to CPK uh, at Waterside in Naples. Uh, it's awful. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I have any other kind of exciting restaurants or anything else to talk about from down there. Let me see. I do want do you, to... Do you, have a, do you have a go-to while you're down there? I mean, there's just so many restaurants. Those place. Yeah. I mean, Larry's Lunchbox. Yes, um, Brick Tops is our the place for dinner. It's like an American steakhouse. We go there 
uh, a lot. They've got great drinks. The food's always good there. So if you ever want to go, that's a small chain, but they're, that place is worth going to. But I can't give you that recommendation because you're going to West Palm and, you know, there's nothing over there. I mean, that wasn't my, I had other places picked out, but. You already picked out other places? Yeah, my girlfriend and I did. We wanted to go, like, I don't know, somewhere not inside the country. So, but nobody, so a lot of people didn't have passports. passports, And I had to get one as well, which I was going to, (laughs) but. You know, bud, I'm looking at my phone. And there is a Brick Tops in Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, really? So you should go there. And let I'll me know. I'll, I'll let you know how it is. It's 50 to $100, that's, it says. That's easy. Per person. That's easy. Just take your girlfriend. Don't go with a group if they're price sensitive. They are price sensitive, yeah. You can text me menu. I, I know the whole menu, so you, you can tell me. You can ask me about it. The artichokes. Yeah, great. The artichokes are great. The calamari is great. Honestly, the shrimp appetizer is great. Me and Eli can the rate it. Chicken milanese. Oof. It's, it's a good place. You're going there. I want a full report. I will go there. Okay. If I remember. <laughs> if you, you're, you're, you'll remember. I'll text you when you're there. When are you going? Uh, the 23rd to the 29th. Okay, I can do some hotel reviews for you. Okay, the Ritz Naples, Eric. Uh, service, 8.5. Food, 8.5. Building setting design, 8.5. Guest to staff ratio, 9. Room rating, 9. Overall score, 8.7. A lot of families. And there's always a certain wow factor there that could be missing but very solid it is five stars uh nice views from the 13th floor good views of the ocean good restaurant on the beach called gumbo limbo and um if you really want to get crazy i didn't stay in the new wing those rooms apparently are there's a uh those are much nicer even and there's like suites over there and the rooms are bigger and blah 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 i just had a standard room but um check that out if you've got a family and you want to make it special ac marriott naples brand new uh, again another uh, this counts as my marriott rewards um service 7.5 food eight building setting design eight guest to staff ratio seven Room rating, 8. Overall score, 7.7. That is a good property. Good location. Actually, it's a good rooftop bar. I was shocked. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. And uh, they have the biggest, brickest parking lot you've ever seen. And I love a paver. So, again, I, I seem to love anything, any hard substances, you know, in nature or infrastructure. And uh, they've got it there. So. Um, check that out uh let's see i haven't talked about the caymans much but i went back there for work and i stayed at the kimpton sea fire in cayman for a insurance meeting first time at that hotel second time 
in the Caymans, um, amazing weather. You're in maybe in December, January, February, if you don't want to risk Florida, go to the Caymans and you're going to have good weather. Um, service nine, food eight, building setting design nine, uh, guest staff ratio nine, room rating eight, overall score 8.6. Amazing uh, lobby bar that they just built and added. Um, we had a really great bartender there. Um, I didn't really get a chance to check out the spa, uh, but nice property, um, good views of the ocean, huge balcony that where the glass opens completely. It's like a glass curtain wall uh, on looks like standard rooms. The decor, you know, isn't my total thing. A lot of magentas and fuchsias and purples and um, things that are more eclectic and artsy than things aren't going to last as long. A little bit of wear and tear in the room, but but happy there. Was this one of the was this one of the rooms that was on the one of your posts that had like the weird colored trash cans? Yes, that's what that was it exactly. Yeah, I didn't like those trash can colors. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Thank you for standing in solidarity for important things that matter to people who stay at five star hotels. Um, yeah, IHG is where Kimpton is. Um, but I gotta say, the staff was was helpful. You know, it it did feel like a a five-star property. Um, food was pretty good. And uh, again, Caymans, if you want if you want an insurance plan for your vacation and you want to make sure there's not going to be bad weather, then go to the tropics, go to the Caymans um, because you're going to have a good time and you're going to have nice hot weather. My favorite. Oh, man. Well, Eric, I think we're wrapping up. Uh, anything else from you, my little friend for you? Go ahead. Yes. What do you think this is not, well, it's off topic. I could have asked you earlier, but about the Apple vision pro, have you looked up anything about that? Uh, a little bit. I, I haven't used it. Obviously, um, people seem to be really impressed with it. You know, it, it does seem like this is yet another example of, the technology of what we all thought or the technology of tomorrow is here today. And we're all lucky enough to live in a time where we're going to experience it and it's going to change our lives. And I love, um, Louis CK's take on technology, that comedian, you know, um, Mm -hmm. he's like, we've got these things, these amazing things, these phones, you know, these, these, these smartphones. When he was a kid, People, our parents say, you know, they had rotary phones or they didn't, you know, everyone had landlines um, where you had to turn the knob. There's a whole bit he does. And we don't have landlines anymore. Our cars are smarter. These phones can do anything. Now you're getting into AI. You're getting into, you know, Apple Vision and everyone's still miserable. (laughs) So, yeah. And it's because partly because these machines don't make us happy. Um, and all these things that come with it, social media, the being in touch all the time uh, over text, um, you know, it just strains everyone's soul and it's not, it's just not good for your mental health. Um, including mine. And it's, it's just, you're, we're addicted, but it is cool to live in an age where technology is changing at this rapid of a pace because it's never changed this quick and you know ever and we're we're alive to see it so by the time you and i are you know in our 70s and 80s you know you well i won't be here but you 
Um, uh, it, God knows what we're going to be doing. I just want them to let us have self-driving cars. I don't want to drive anymore. Just have the car drive me. I know my car can drive me. I know uh, it, it's smart enough to drive me home. But they won't. The government's too slow or they're too, you know, uh, I don't know. We need more progress there. I just don't want to drive anymore. I hated what happened today. I'm so exhausted. You can hear it in my voice. I'm just, I'm just, I hate it. And, you know, go ahead. You just need a personal driver. Okay. I can't have a personal, I've already got a care team. Uh, You know, we're, we're moving therapy up into the, the double digits, uh, not double digits, but into uh, multiple times a week. You know, I, wh- where's it end, Eric? I can't. I'm gonna go broke, and I paid off that car, and I don't. I need more cash, and you know, Nvidia is rocketing up, and I sold half my position, so I'm bummed out. Why? The bank told me to. No, I'm stupid. They told me to sell half my position. I had a lot of it. And now I have half and I still am doing really, really well on it, but not as well as I could have. And all I can, I bought it at 153. It's at like 680 today. Yeah. And all I can do with my caveman brain is do the math on how much money I could have had. Yeah, that's not worth it. Let's see where it is. 682. No, 682. So since I've bought it, it's gone up by 529 points. Yeah, was like 500 something points. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I I know I don't want to take all your night, and uh, I can't tell when we do Zoom how many minutes it's been, but it's probably been at least 50 or 55 minutes. Anything else, Eric? Nope, not right now. Okay. Songs of the Week, Ride or Die by... Phoebe Ryan and Cash Cash. Are you with me, right or die? Are you ready to survive? Matches by Cash Cash and uh, Roses. You were made of matches and you burned me And 16 by Baby Keem. This ain't something that you should decide. Won't you think about you and I? Just grab my hand and look me in the eye. Look, this ain't something you should decide. And remember to listen to any of these songs that are featured today or to find any that have been played in WAG history. Just search WAG playlist on Spotify. For the show's playlist, every time I release an episode, this playlist is updated. Uh, and that's it for this episode, episode 29. Thanks for listening to The World According to George. Available anywhere you find podcasts. Um, we're going to try to get a few more out and get back to our consistent ways uh, that we did in 2023 and, and make sure we do it in 2024 if I can keep my mental health at bay. So remember to follow Chicago underscore pod on Instagram. Uh, DM me uh, and I'll bring it up on the pod. See you next time right here. Thank you to Eric Wiest for doing this and being my loyal compadre. Have a great week. Stay well. And um, yeah, I will let everyone go. uh, And I will see you all next time right here. Thank you, Eric. You too. Subscribe to WAG now and find out what George will sound off about next. New episodes drop every other Thursday anywhere podcasts are available.